Yes, we are ending 2023, and tomorrow will be 2024, and um, despite what PJ says, I'm not sure about uh, how our refrigerator is going to look, and uh, I'm not sure that I'm converting over to vegetables. Uh, I have Band of Brothers, that's bacon, honey, sorry, and uh, pizza night, and yeah, it's just probably not going to happen. But with the end of a year and the beginning of a new one, it's always a challenge, or at least it is for me, because it's kind of like an in-between, isn't it? I mean, we take and look backwards, 2023, we look at what God's done throughout the year, right? All the different things that have happened over this year, yet tomorrow we turn the page and it's kind of like a reset, and we look forward to what God's going to do in 2024, and so it's, a, it's an odd time in many ways. It's kind of a struggle. And with that, especially this morning, I want to encourage you to look at it through a spiritual lens, not a physical lens. So don't think about the stuff in the refrigerator. Don't think about the, the physical so much. But what about the, the spiritual? And of course, it's all tied together. I'm not saying that all spiritual things are not physical and all physical things aren't spiritual. Again, they're all connected together. But we're going to look at some passages, and we're going to look at it from those two different things. So if I was making points, we'd only have two. As many of you know, I'm not a perfect pastor by any means, and my sermons aren't perfect by any means, and so I very seldom have three main points. In fact, this morning, there's only going to be two. Looking back and looking forward. Those are the two points, and we're going to look at Scripture that helps us with that. And again, we're going to go to the Old Testament for the looking back. And so if you have your Bibles, if not, it may come up on the screen if Bryce gets back there in time. I was delaying a little bit for you to try to help you out. Joshua chapter 4. They love it when I point them out back there. You know, they try to hide in the corner back there, but I can still see them. So, But Joshua is about ready to embark on the promised land. He's about ready to cross over. God's allowed him and given him the command Remember, Moses is back on one side, but Joshua's leading them across, and he's going to be taking them across the Jordan. And God gets very specific here on what he wants Joshua to do. And so that's where they find the whole nation. They're, they're waiting on the bank. They can see the other side, and now they're just on the preface of going across, going into that new, Right? Again, not New Year. Again, you're going to have to use your imagination here. I'm stretching this a little bit, obviously, from the time period. But they're going to be stretching and going into a new area, a new land, even a new beginning for many of them. It's going to be a lot of unknowns going forward. And just like with us, right? We don't know what 2024 is going to bring. I do know a little bit because in 2023, we we have... We have three new babies on the way in 2024 already. Those are already, and sometimes we know, you know, we have another grandson coming. We have a, a, the Bindas have a girl coming, and Scarlett and Brandon, we don't know yet, and that's okay. And so there'll be a surprise in 2024. So <laughs> I don't know what they said over there. I'm just going to continue on because I'll probably get in trouble, so. But in chapter 4, they're getting ready to cross over into that new and unknown territory. And so if you pick up the story and read along with me, it says, When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, 
and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you and put them down at a place where you are going to stay the night. And so the picture here is they're going to take 12 stones, 12 stones of remembrance, and carry them across. They're going to build a memorial or a monument on the other side. And so very specifically, each tribe and a man is going to go and pick up that rock and carry it across. And so for this morning's sake of the illustration, if you had to come up with 12 stones, you have to start with one. But can you think of one stone or one momentous occasion that's happened to you in 2023? Can you think of one? You that are new, you may not understand, but it's an interactive. I don't do rhetorical questions, so I need some answers. Help me out here a little bit. What? Huh? Surrender. Surrender. Interesting stone. Peace. That's a good stone as well. Those are things that have happened this past year and you want to... Love. Love. Sure. We, we just went through Advent, so we went through a lot of those, but those are good. Anything else? Missions. Missions trip, right? Missions. Yeah. Excellent. Anybody else? I'm giving you an opportunity. New jobs. Yeah. Right? Trust. Yeah. You trust something more? Friendship. Friends. Oh, man. You got a new friend, Rick? Nice. (laughs) I thought we were already friends. Oh, man. All right. I just think. Joy. Yeah. All those are are things that you want to carry forward. But it can be hard to come up with 12 things that have happened in a year, right? Some of you, I can tell by the looks in your face, you're struggling. You're like, yeah, I can think of one or two, but I'm not sure what else has happened, right? So this may be some homework for you. You may have to take some time and look back on that and, and say, all right, what are some of the things that have happened that I would mark on my calendar that, hey, that was momentous. That was part of my growth or that was part of my spiritual journey this past year. It certainly can be physical as well. You know, as I, I think back here as a, a church, right, we, we've added more members to our church, and many of you are here for the first time. You weren't here in 2022, and I'm thankful for that. That's part of that as well. God continually adds to our number. We had a baptismal. We've had, like I said, we've had three births this year as well. And so all those things, we've also seen people grow. I've seen mentors graduate at Teen Challenge. Those are stones in, in mind that I look forward to. I, it's always great when one of the guys gets to the finish line, right? And so those are things that we want to take note of, maybe pick up and carry, and place as a memory for 2023. Again, reading on here, and again, it's just finishing the story and the thought, but it says, so Joshua called together the 12 men he appointed from Israel one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you should take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of tribes, and serve as a sign among you. In the future, your children will ask you, What do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it crossed the Jordan and the waters of Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be memorial, a memorial to the people of Israel forever. There's a, there's a purpose in remembering. There's a purpose in thinking back on 2023 and what do you want to say 
was special, right? Because as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that there's another generation, and now there's a perspective of 2023 is very different. And so it's good to go back and remember those things. Someone this morning said they had visited here when Steve was the pastor here. And I kind of chuckled, and I even said to him, well, that's a long time ago at this point, because Tom was here for quite a while, and now I've been here for quite a while as well. And, and so there's been different things, but sometimes we forget the history, right? The history of even our church here at Pointway. But even in our own lives, right? We forget sometimes what took place in this last year. Whether it's a, a new move, a new job, spiritual things, a baptismal surrendering something. Certainly, those things are things that we want to pass on, and we want to be able to tell the next generation, and even the generation before that, if we're of age enough or old enough to do that. Again, it becomes a marker for the year. So it is with our spiritual journey as well, right? It's something also, a marker can be something that we can build upon, all right, I did this last year, but now I want to carry this forward, and I want to maybe step it up or put more behind that for this upcoming year. Or maybe I want to look for another stone, using this example. Verse 8, again, being obedient. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of Jordan, according to the number of tribes of Israel. And as the Lord had told Joshua, they carried them over with them to their camp. Where they put them down, Joshua set up 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. It's a great thing about stones, right? They, they don't deteriorate. They don't break down. They stay. They're a part of that. They're a rock, right? They're, they're solid. And so it can be the same way with our memories from 2023 or the things that are special. They become a foundation or a rock, right? They become something that we can build upon, something that we can look back on and say, hey, this is what happened, and now God's carrying me to the next, right? To the next spot, to the next stone. And I got to tell you, coming up with 12 may take some work, but that's your homework, right? That's your homework coming from 2023. You only got a few hours. No, you can take this into the 2024 and look backwards. It's certainly, that's okay. But what are some of those spiritual things that you can build upon? What are some of those things that you look back and say, you know, I didn't get to that yet, but I want to do that in 2024 going forward. So what are some of those? What are some of those things? Let's look forward. Now I'm jumping. I'm jumping a lot. I told the, the guys this morning, this is hard for me to go all this far into the future in biblical terms, but we're going to go all the way over to Timothy. First Timothy is... As a matter of fact, and even in my Bible, it's a long ways forward. And if you know Timothy, Paul is, is someone Paul's invested heavily in. Right? Paul has spent a lot of time. Paul has been mentoring Timothy and getting ready to pass that mantle on. First and second Timothy are, are near the end of the letters that Paul is writing, and he's writing to them knowing that he's probably not going to leave prison, he's going to die soon, and he wants Timothy to carry on the next generation. Almost in that, that fatherly and son tone when he writes this. 
He's entrusting a lot into Timothy. He's, he's bringing that forward for the next generation, which is part of the call, right, is, is to invest in the next generation. One of the things I love about Pointway is we have various groups for various ages, right, and we, we intertwine in many areas, but we also have groups of the 20s and 30s. They've still not allowed me to go to their class. I've kind of snuck around a little bit and said hi, and I may get break in at some point, but... Uh, I'm, because of the age, I'm not there. And I very seldom get back to Camp Pointway. For some reason, I'm busy during the time that they're back there at camp. Although Tony has threatened to put me back there teaching one Sunday. Probably end up in the nursery. That's, that's more my, my speed at this point. Right? But we, we do. We have that responsibility to, to pass on, to, to, to hand down to the next generation. One of the, the themes that we've done this past year, it's been part of the vision, right, is, is Titus 2. In fact, the elders are probably tired, but every month when we meet, it's part of our agenda. Who are you mentoring? And when was the last time you met, got together with them? Who are you discipling? Who's, who are you bringing alongside? We do this every month, and each guy has to answer the question. Like I said, so, so far they haven't thrown me out of the room, but that's our goal, right? If, if we're going to ask the church to do the same, we want to be able to be that example. And so Paul does Timothy, and so who are we discipling? Who are we bringing along? And we've agreed right now to, to bring that forward into 2024. It's one of the things we want to build on. We as leaders are doing it, but now we want to take that challenge to you as folks in our congregation, and we're going to ask you that question. And as the elders know, I ask for a name, right? I just don't put it out there. You know, oh, yeah, I'm discipling someone. Well, who? Right? It's never good unless you have some feet to it, right? And so who is that person? Can you name that person that you're investing in? And so you'll hear more about that as we get into 2024. But that is part of what Paul's been doing, and we're going to use the same example here with Timothy uh, this morning. And so Paul gives him this charge in going forward as he's passing off. And so verse 11 kind of wraps up all of the book. And again, you might want to go back and read it because Paul has a lot of things to say to Timothy because Timothy's taking on a church, and there's a lot that goes into that. But Paul speaks to Timothy personally in verse 11, he says, but you men of God, flee from all these, right, all this, and pursue, right? No longer do this, but do this, right? Now, I didn't mention the, the, the negative side, because I don't like to do that, but there was probably some negative things that have happened in 2023 as well, right? Maybe some things, if upon reflection, you look back and say, you know, probably shouldn't have done that. I was out of God's will in that, or I missed an opportunity because I wasn't listening to God. Or I had intentions to do this, but I never got to it. And so here with the charge is the same way. Paul's saying, hey, these are the things I don't want you to do in the, the negative list, but here's the things I want you to pursue. And so here's the things that we're going to look at this morning as we take into 2024. It says, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Now, there's only seven things there, 
right? If you're doing a quick count, there's only seven, right? We talked about 12. So obviously this, this is not an exhaustive list. You can add to this as well. But these are kind of the general overarching principles, right? These are, I call them big things, right? It's not a one and done. If you guys are like checklists, you can't just say, all right, I got this one, right? Righteousness, done, I'm all set. This is a continuum, right? It's a, a day by day, and sometimes it's a moment by moment excursion and a challenge, right? So there, we're going to need some help with this, right? Because certainly if I look at this list, or if I'm going to pursue righteousness, how does that look? How does that look? How does it look to pursue righteousness? What's that? God's right way all the time. Yeah. What does that look like, though? How does that look like in my life? How does it look like in your life? How does that look like at work? How does that look like in, at home? Uh, huh? Choices. Choices. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the right thing all the time, right? You read my notes? Wow, that was, that was good. Say it again, Bryce. That was actually really good. Exactly. That's one of the, one of the many ways, and an important way, added to that, not only knowing God's word, right, but obeying it, but not only obeying it, but listening to the Holy Spirit because, right, that's going to help us make that right decision. It's going to lead us to do the right things. And as John said, we get in trouble when we do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that one. Usually when I think I got it, I don't need God, that I'm already in the wrong spot. I'm already headed down the wrong path. So, <laughs> Hopefully God's doing that work in both of us. So. Godliness goes in the same, right? Being godly, being like God, being imitators of Christ. We've talked about that as well, right? That's part of our, our calling as a Christian is to be like Christ, to follow in his steps. By the way, Christ always made the right decision, right? And he did that by doing the will of the Father. Didn't always seem right, from right, or from, even from those around him, but yet he was always right and he was always in step with the Father. That's part of godliness. Faith. Right? Again, another big one, but our faith encompasses a lot of this. Right? Who do we put our faith in? Christ. Yes. But how does that faith play out? How's, how do other people see that faith? Trust is part of it. Yeah, it can be part of it as well, but having that faith, right? How does that look to those around us? What are you, in the 20s and 30s class or something, James? It is, right? Faith needs to be seen, right? Our faith has to be put into practice, into action. Love. We spent a whole sermon on love, right? That was one of the Advent themes, but love, right? You need help with that one. Corinthians 13, that's the good checklist, you know, 4 through 7. 
Still working on that, that list. It's not easy, right? But love, right? How do we love? Again, we need help with that. How does that look for each of us? Some of it depends on who we're trying to love, right? If we be honest, sometimes certain people take more love than others, and it takes a little bit different way of loving them or working at that. Right? But that love. Wouldn't these be pretty good stones to start with, right? For 2024, we could make a commitment to maybe love better or love like Christ loves. I think I've shared with you many times, right? I changed my prayer a few years ago. I used to pray that God help me to see people as you see them. And I changed it. God help me to love them as you love them. And that's been a much more challenging prayer. And God's helping me with that continually. But I've had to ask him for that. That's been a tougher challenge than just seeing them, but then to love them. Endurance, right? Don't give up, right? I know we sing a song that talks about that, never give up, right? God doesn't give up on us, and likewise, we're not, called to, we're not allowed to give up on him, right? But endurance, being these things over and over, like I said, it's not the checklist. I can't one and done it. I have to continually do it, right? That's part of that endurance. And then I said, lastly and not least by any means, but gentleness, Right? Being gentle, right? And again, that looks differently for different people, looks differently for relationship, but doing it Christ's way, being gentle as he was gentle. Again, remember, Christ faced a lot of opposition. He faced people that hated him, people that wanted to actually kill him, and yet he was still gentle with them. That's a tough, tough thing to look at, tough thing to do, put it into practice. So hopefully I've whet your appetite a little bit as you're looking to make resolutions and, again, not to eat salad instead of meat or you know, no sweets at all, but how about some spiritual looking into? I like what Paul writes here next. He says, fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses, right? Hey, don't forget what Christ done for you here. It's really what Paul's saying. Remember your salvation. Remember that moment, right? Remember that, that time when you accepted Christ as that sacrifice for you. Don't forget that. Don't forget how important that is, that salvation and the gift that we get of the Holy Spirit upon that, right? That, that we now have the things that we need to accomplish that list that he just gave us. It's the only way we can do those things. The only way we can pursue righteousness, godliness, love, faith, endurance, and gentleness, right? We need help with that. And so remember back to that. Next week, if you're with us, we'll Celebrate communion. That's part of that, right? Just the, the remembering back what Christ did for us. It's a help. Verse 13 goes on. It says, In the sight of God who gives life to everything and of Christ Jesus, who while testifying before Pontius Pilate made the good confession. Paul here speaking. says, I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ which God will bring about in his own time. 
God, the blessed and only ruler and king of kings, the Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in an unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see. To him be the honor and might forever. Amen. Again, he gives a long benediction here, and he, he's wrapping up this section of his instructions for Timothy. And so he pulls this to a close of these things that he has in hopes of Timothy look back. But look at the timeline that he's giving Timothy as well. You look back at this, right? Until Christ comes again. Now, we don't know, right? We don't know that time. We don't know when. So it's a continuation, right? Now, if Christ is, comes this afternoon, then mission's completed. We're done. We don't have to do those things tomorrow. That wouldn't be a bad thing, right? That would take care of the to-do list in a hurry. But if Christ tarries, which he may, we are to continue that on, right? Continue on in that mindset, that ever-pressing, and that should give us some of that motivation as well, that because we don't know when that is, we need to be pursuing that and pursuing that diligently. But Paul says here, pursue those things, right? It means go after. That takes purpose. That takes energy. It takes effort to pursue something. We pursue many things, right? And we tend to, our passions will drive us sometimes to pursue things. And again, that's not a, a wrong thing in, an, in and of itself, but be careful what we are pursuing. And if we could be a little bit honest, some of the times uh, the effort that we put pursuing things for, say, fish or a golf ball or the perfect game or whatever it is, football team, we don't pursue those spiritual things with the same fervor. They're not as important or we don't go after them the same way. So I read this and it comes with a challenge. Right? It comes with that challenge. What are some of the other things that we could add to this? What are some of the other things that maybe in 2024 that are some spiritual goals that you would like to do? Sharing the gospel, yeah. That's certainly, certainly a good goal, sharing the gospel. Again, it's not a one and done, but it's a continuum, right? We should be doing that. Being more prayerful. I think there's a really good help with that, actually. That, that prayer to get us kickstarted, I think that's it's one of the reasons we do the 40 days of prayer. But you're right, being more prayerful, right? What else? You need patience, all right. Being more patient with others, yeah. Trust? Someone said trust, yeah. Building relationships. Hey, you do that pretty well, but you want to do it better, building relationships? Yeah. I got a good friend, Rick, that sits right behind you. He's, he's pretty, no. Right, I'm not making, it, that is something. Sometimes that's a challenge for, for, for folks. Sometimes it comes easier. I have a fairly easy time making friends. Uh, I say a stranger is just someone I haven't met yet, but it, it still can be a struggle in the relationship part. Yep. What else? 
being honest, being more gracious. Yes, you should be more gracious, Bryce, to your pastor, especially. No. But being more gracious, yeah? Making. <laughs> that's a really good spiritual goal for the, the Band of Brothers. And sorry, that's a, somewhat of an inside joke if you're not a, a man, but we've been working through Psalm 119, and it's taken us a while. So, and I, I'm partially to blame, but I'm not the one teaching. That's Bryce, and sometimes we, uh, we get bogged down with some of those. But um, Lord willing, we might get through it this year. We're, we're taking leaps and bounds. But yeah, by getting through Scripture. But not getting through it too quickly, though, right? We don't want to miss something either. What else? Respect. Respect, yeah? Being more disciplined in gardening. I only caught part of those... Worship dance in my garden? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting just because it's different. No, I, I just I haven't thought of that one, Denise. That's great. Again, it can be different for each of us. What about reading through the Bible in a year? I haven't heard that one. We talked about, right, we need reading God's Word. I know some of you have done that. Is there anyone that wants to take that challenge this year? Yeah? Uh-oh. That always happens. Just happen to have a book back here that helps you read through the Bible in a year, and I got two people, so maybe you'll have to start it and then share it. So, Pulse is doing it. Ah, see, we have other resources. I want to let her one because, and I'll get you one as well. All right. Bigbibleread.com. You can listen to it. Is that still the same as reading? Is that cheating or no? Read along with us. Thanks, Joe. I always count on my elders. They, 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 they clarify and they clean that thing. Right? But reading through the Bible. What else? Just, I just want to, I'm kind of working here a little bit. I'm, I don't have a specific list, but I just want you to kind of be thinking about it. But what else do you want to have as a spiritual goal? Shelly, sure. Go for prayer walks. Denise has wants part of her worship in the garden, so maybe that would be something you guys could do together, right? Blessing others. Sure. Maybe be more giving, right? Sometimes that's a, a good spiritual goal. Jim, I know you are not in the James study at all because you know, you're a little bit older than the 30 mark, but no, no. James 1.19, I don't know if you heard him or not, right? Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. Does not bring about the righteousness of man. I had to memorize that because I'm still working on that one as well, right? That quick to listen, slow to speak. Right? Well, these are all good and these are all part of that. And again, as our look towards 2024, I want to encourage you to, to pursue those, to go after those things. Some of you have publicly named them out there, and I didn't set you up, but you've said that publicly. So guess what? Now you can hold each other accountable a little bit and ask, how's that going? Right? You have that freedom, right? You, it's a, we're a church family. We can ask those tough questions of each other, right? We can check in with each other and say, hey, how's that going? Well, the women's group can check in with us guys you doing getting through Psalm 119 even, right? (laughs) 
Or what did you, how far did you get today, maybe? And have a discussion from there. <laughs> wow. But seriously, as we've, maybe there's something that someone else in our body can help us with, right? Or encourage us. And I know for me, if I have someone that's going to check in with me or ask me that question, then I'm more apt to be working on it. I'm more apt to be pursuing after it a little bit harder, or especially before he asked me, what, you know, did I get that done? You see how that also goes along with discipling, goes along with mentoring, goes along with going at, beside someone and helping them along in their spiritual journey? Works really well with Titus too. And so as you've named some of these things, and maybe there's more, and if you jot them down, maybe you can show them to someone that you trust or someone that you really you know, are working with and say, all right, how do we do this? How's this going? How's this playing out in your life? Because I don't know, but you, I love that in many ways, that accountability, it helps. It helps me to be mindful, but it also helps me to start working on them. And so that's our focus for 2024. A little insight in before even our annual meeting, but that's where we're headed as a church body. And as a family, check in with each other. Ask how that's going. Amy, how are you doing on day 60? You know, we'll, we'll check in, right? Or Shelly, or those that are reading the Bible through the year. Maybe it's a challenge to grab a read and go through it with someone. Do it together. Those are my two things. As you look back to 2023 and those spiritual markers, and as you look forward to 2024, jot them down. Pursue after those things and go forward. Bow with me, please. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning and we <clears throat> thank you for your word that gives us instruction. And Lord, as we look at this, we recognize that we need help. Lord, we need you first and foremost. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. We need the, the, the examples that are before us, Lord, that, uh, Lord, we need help in doing those and putting them into practice. Lord, we can also recognize that we need help from each other. Lord, may one of those stones that be for next year is that Point Way Church has grown in spiritual maturity. Help us with that, Lord. Help us to become better at discipleship. Help us to become better at sharing with those around us, sharing the gospel. We are thankful for that, Lord. We are thankful for this morning. We're thankful for what you did on our behalf. And Lord, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.